Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Arganissima, New York. Back to the iHealth channel and iHealth radio with your host, uh, Hurricane H, the one and the only. A new show, a new topic, and new guests. Uh, today's topic is a pretty interesting topic because um, I've had discussions before and we've had also requests before, questions about it. Uh, I personally had discussions about it, and you will find you might find it weird, you know, in a minute when I when I actually st state what the topic that we're going to be discussing today. And we have a special guest uh, that will guide us through this particular topic, and uh, it affects. I would say at a, a good percentage women <laughs> and uh, you know, a lot of women out there may know some of it, some about it. Maybe they don't know much about it. It doesn't matter today. We're going to take all that stuff. And it is only and simply the topic of menopause uh, ready or not. Right. Uh, so, so with me today, I have an expert, Marianne Stewart, and she has pioneered. She's known as the pioneer uh, for uh, a whole thing that has to do with menopause. And menopause is a, everybody goes through it. You know, women have to go through it. And everybody around them has to go through it eventually. So, so we're going to talk about all those things. So, Marianne, welcome to the show. And uh, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm great. And I'm really looking forward to digging deep into this. Um, I specialize in natural menopause which I know a lot of people are interested in. And it's just, although everything we do is based on published medical research, mostly people are not aware of that research. And when I say people, I mean doctors as well. In fact, the Mayo Clinic survey in 2019 in the US showed that only 7% of doctors and gynecologists felt adequately educated to help women going through menopause. So lots of women are left to fend for themselves. And our surveys show that 96% of them feel unprepared for menopause. Two thirds of the last survey, which was 1,100 women, said they felt robbed of life as they knew it. And it really is um, a dismal prospect for many women because they feel like it's the beginning of the end of their life. When actually, when they learn to have what I call a midlife refuel, and I've been helping women to do that for 28 years very successfully, they can not only be symptom free, but they can feel like the best version of themselves because as women, we go downhill so slowly doing everything for everybody else that it's not until we bounce back up again that we realize how far down we went. So there's a ton of great information to impart and I'm really looking forward to getting stuck in. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for that, that brief uh, introduction. Uh, but so, so let's, let's dive into it. Menopause. Uh, let's define it. I mean, we all know uh, hot flushes, you know, uh, uh, hormonal changes, you know, uh, mood swings and all that stuff. That's what the perception is. But what is menopause exactly as, as you would define it and as maybe the clinical world would define it? And then, you know, what contributes to it? And then well, let's talk about, you know, all the parts, you know, uh, the, 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 the medicinal pieces and the non-medicinal, the holistic, the approach, your approach. And, and all the different things that are available and how to really uh, deal with it. Uh, and, and people watching today and listening, and please feel free to, to really engage in this show and then listen in and, um, you know, pause the show. Uh, you'll have the actual description of the, the, the information and also the contact with Marion. So, so we'll talk about that further down. So what is menopause? Well, if you wind it back a bit, as baby girls, when we come into the world, believe it or not, we've got millions of eggs and those eggs drop slowly as we have our menstrual cycle, our period, throughout our lives. And then when we get to what's called perimenopause, peri just means around the time of. So for eight years leading up to menopause, 
the average age of menopause is 51, those eggs are dropping off and eventually they, the ovaries stop producing anything, any eggs, the, the eggs are gone, the estrogen is done and that's it. That's the end of the reproductive cycle. But also, if you think about it, 100 or so years ago, we weren't living much past 50. So it kind of coincided with menopause and it didn't really matter what happened next because there wasn't really a next. But now when the average age is 80 something and very many of us listening today are going to make it to 90 or even 100, perimenopause is just halfway. And so we've got to make it a good journey. Otherwise, if you are riddled with symptoms and feeling shocking, and also after menopause, women stand a much greater chance of getting things like osteoporosis, bone thinning disease, heart disease, and dementia. But the research shows that you can prevent all of those and you can lessen your chances. So you can have a much healthier longevity by learning how to meet your needs and having what I call a midlife refuel. So if we dip into what's going on in your body, why do we, apart from the fact that we've got no estrogen, why do women get these awful symptoms? And you mentioned mood swings. Well, before I started helping women with menopause, and that's going back to 1990, I was helping women with PMS and we found over 200 medical papers on the non-drug approach to PMS. And we developed a program for PMS based on those research pro, uh, papers. And we found within a very short space of time that we, we were dealing with literally thousands of women because no one else was doing anything like that at the time. And we found through lab work and through assessment that 94% of the women were feeling symptom-free within the space of four months. And that was by making dietary changes and exercise and taking a few supplements that have been through clinical trials. And then when it got to, obviously that was amazing because women didn't need to take antidepressants. They didn't need to take hormones. They were just getting symptom free. And then every day was a good day. They didn't have this. The biggest complaint I ever had was that women didn't know when their periods were coming because they didn't have any symptoms. <laughs> right. So I can live with that. Uh, and then in 1990, there was a medical paper that was published in the British Medical Journal. I'm from England, although I live in Florida now. Um, this paper was a study that was done in Australia at Monash University, where they took a group of women and they fed them phytoestrogen. So that's soy and flax seeds and red clover. These mother natures look alike estrogens, but they come from natural sources. And they found that they were able to bring about a similar change in the lining of the vagina as they would have expected to see in women taking hormone replacement therapy. And at that point, I pricked up my ears <laughs> because I thought this is really interesting. And I carried on reading the literature. And in the next year, there were some more studies published in The Lancet, another prestigious medical journal, and showing that these natural substances help women to overcome their symptoms. So it's been 28 years now, and my team and I have helped literally tens of thousands of women all around the world. I've written many books, um, 28 books. My 28th book is my first book, first American book, um, published by New World Library called Manage Your Menopause Naturally, which was published at the end of last year. And it's given me an incredible opportunity to talk about the solutions so that women can get hope in their heart and their partners can too. And they realize that this can be a whole new chapter for them and maybe the best time of their lives where they can relax and have fun and get back their self-esteem, their physical shape. They can sharpen their brain. They can carry on in the workplace. We can talk about the workplace in a minute because that's a big disaster yes. when it gets to menopause. And Definitely. You can get back your sexuality because our relationship survey showed that 70% of women feel switched off from the waist downwards, which is very scary. And vaginal dryness between 50 to 70%, depending on the study. And it doesn't have to be like that. You can actually get all that back again by learning to meet your needs. What we found in the early days when we did studies was that we did five separate studies, which were published, and we found that between 50 to 80% of women had low levels of nutrients, things like magnesium, B vitamins, iron, zinc, essential fatty acids, and so on and so on. And those affect your brain chemistry 
and your hormone function. And since we did our studies in the early days, which was on women of childbearing age, our PMS audience, there've been studies done all over the place showing that billions of women have got nutritional deficiencies. And what that means is, going back to your mood swings, when you've got low levels of nutrients, you're a bit like a bucket with a hole in it, and you go into what I call economy mode. So you are firing on two cylinders instead of four, and you don't feel well. You really don't. You're looking at the world through different colored lenses. You can get mood swings. You can be depressed. You can get achy, feel old before your time. You can get anxious and irritable and it affects your sleep. And you can get snappy as well. And so all of those symptoms, when you have this refuel, when you learn to meet your needs, those symptoms absolutely disappear. And that's what we were seeing in the early days with the PMS patients. And that's transferred to the menopause patients as well. So we've got two things that we're trying to do. And that is we're trying to teach women how to, to get their nutrients back into an optimum range. That's the first thing. And we'll we can take a deeper dive into that in a minute. And then the second thing is when you get to menopause, which is actually only one day, it's the anniversary of your last period. So you've got the eight years leading up to menopause, you've got menopause for one day, and then you've got post-menopause for the rest of your life. And most women don't understand that because no one's really explained it to them. So once you've learned how to get yourself back into good shape and you get, when you've got no estrogen anymore, estrogen, you've got empty receptor sites within your cells. And that's why your brain is trying to kickstart your ovaries back into function. So you get these thermal surges pulsing through your body, which wake you up at night and make you feel really hot and clammy during the day and can make you feel anxious and weird as well. And that's just the brain saying, hey, ovaries, wake up. But the thing is, the ovaries aren't gonna wake up. They're not meant to wake up. So if you can take the lookalike estrogen, which comes from the plant sources I was talking about, and you put those into your body, little and often throughout the day and the evening, guess what? You can fool the brain into thinking you've got normal circulating estrogen because the molecule looks so similar under the microscope. And so that's how come you can fool the brain. So it's a great news story. You need to, um, my program, which has been running for all these years, started out as a five month program. But a few years ago, I made some little films for Facebook. Somebody showed me how to make Facebook live films because I wasn't very technical. I've made lots of films because I used to have my own TV series in the UK. And I I'd, I'd made tons of films, but I'd never done them without going to hair and makeup. And someone put my phone in front of me and said, okay, do it now. It was a bit scary. And some of them looked awful. They looked like I was in a fisheye lens, but actually I made four films. And in the space of 12 weeks, over a million women saw those films. And I was completely inundated with the most awful suffering, needless suffering. And it made me feel angry. It made me feel incensed that women are just left. They're just bowled over by their hormones when they get to perimenopause and menopause and they feel like there's nothing they can do to turn it back again. When actually, when they learn to meet their needs, they can do a U-turn. So the program consists of five different things. It's getting yourself back into good nutritional shape, consuming naturally occurring estrogen little and often throughout the day and the evening, doing some relaxation because formal relaxation has been shown to reduce hot flushes by as much as 50 to 60% which is massive. So if you can do 20 to 30 minutes a day of either guided meditation or meditation or some kind of formal relaxation, you can get that benefit. And it also helps to rewire your brain as well, because a lot of us during the pandemic have got high cortisol levels, the stress hormone. So doing the relaxation helps to calm down cortisol as well. So it's another good thing. Exercise is the next thing. So it doesn't have to be running a marathon. It can just be dancing to your favorite music to get yourself uh, going and get your endorphins, those lovely feel-good hormones released and speed up your metabolism so you lose a bit of weight. And then finally, taking some science-based supplements. So supplements that have been through clinical trials because a lot of the supplements on the market do not even contain what they say on the label. That's what the research shows. And I can tell you stories about that. It's absolutely horrifying that people go and buy these pretty packets and pots and think they're getting something that's gonna help them when actually very often it's not, it's a waste of money. So um, in my book, in, in chapter four of my book, Management Menopause Naturally, I go into 
all the different science-based supplements that have been through clinical trials that have been shown to be safe and effective and which ones help the differing symptoms because there are tons of different symptoms. They reckon there's about 48 symptoms altogether. Obviously, some of them are more common than others. And you may want me to focus on certain symptoms and I'm happy to do that. Oh, no, definitely. Well, so, so Marion, I, I, it's a lot of information, <laughs> you know, I have to, I, I'm trying to absorb it all. And, and I'm sure, I mean, it, it's, it's, first of all, you've just shed a light on a lot of things that I probably heard about them for the first time. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure some of the audiences, including women will probably be like, wait a minute, I, you know, I, didn't think that menopause was that day and it's eight years before and stuff because everybody's got their own the minute they start feeling unique or different they got some sometimes it could be driven by totally something different than menopause or any or many or perimenopause uh, perimenopause right yeah. uh, and, and and so so you've taken years working in this this approach first first things first what drove you to get into this world I mean to, to really be in treating the menopause and, and helping people about it, women about it? Well, going back to those 200 medical papers I found in the early days, um, my ex-husband was setting up the British Society for Nutritional Medicine with three other doctors, and they gave me 10,000 medical papers to sort out while I was on maternity leave into conditions. And that's when I found the 200 on PMS. And because I saw the amazing difference it made to women, turning them from, you know, they were describing themselves as Jekyll and Hyde. They were like two different personalities at the different times of the month. But when they went through this refuel process, they were even tempered, they felt happy, and they didn't have any issues whatsoever. So obviously that was good for them. It was also good for their partners because we had lots of men <clears throat> who were uh, either sleeping in the car or the garden shed, you know, or they had dinner thrown at them or whatever it was, you know, it wasn't a good scene. And um, so I, I guess now I realize now because of other things that have happened to me in my life that I'm motivated by a sense of injustice. And I feel that I've come to menopause, particularly focused on this area now, as opposed to anything else, because in the next five years, we want to actually change the whole paradigm. So instead of having this ugly M word that people shy away from because it feels dirty and makes them feel old and past it, we want to replace it with the midlife refuel so that people understand that in their 40s, maybe even in the workplace, they can learn how to have a midlife refuel. They can be entitled to it even, and then just nurture themselves for a few months, learn to meet their needs, and then just get on with the rest of their life feeling really well and turbocharged so whereas before they may have had brain fog we know if let's talk about the workplace actually now i've mentioned that because it's, a, it. it's a really interesting scenario that goes way 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 under the radar so in 2019 forbes said that menopause is costing 810 billion dollars globally each year because of lost productivity 810 billion dollars globally each year that is huge there have been studies done that show that it costs about six and a half thousand dollars per woman per year and we know we did a survey on a thousand women in the workplace 84 percent of them said their productivity was affected for more than eight days a month there's been a survey done um, not that long ago showing that one in four women are either leaving the workplace or thinking of leaving the workplace and there was also a survey of GPs, doctors in the UK done at the end of last year or in the, uh, well, actually, early, maybe even earlier on this year. And it showed that I think it was over 90% of them said that they were bothered by their menopause symptoms. And 46% were either thinking of leaving the workplace or cutting down their hours. When I heard that, I actually cried because I thought, Everything we do is based on published research. How come these doctors haven't even read the research and they're reacting to how they feel? What kind of help can they be providing their patients? And so that's what motivates me. I want to see this turned around so that everyone understands and maybe even women learn about it in school. We're uh, setting up a, a nonprofit organization which will provide a roadmap for women from puberty right the way through to postmenopause, because that doesn't exist at the moment. And it should, because there's plenty of medical evidence 
to show that women can help themselves with period pains and PMS and you know all the different things that women have to put up with during their hormonal life and, and beyond. And interestingly, I was in Australia, or oh, can't remember how many years ago now, let's say 10, 12 years ago, and I was at Menopause the Musical. I was doing a book signing in the foyer of this amazing show. And I was listening to the women coming past me saying, been there, done that and got the T-shirt. And I'm thinking to myself, well, actually, they haven't got the T-shirt. They think they have. But the day after menopause, you're just post-menopausal for the rest of your life. You're never going to have estrogen in your body because your ovaries are packed up unless you replace it with either Mother Nature's estrogen or take HRT, which some women want to and some don't. And you're never going to get your nutrients back into an optimum range unless you know how to do it. Fortunately, Mother Nature gives us all these amazing signs, uh, uh, physical signs of nutritional deficiency. So I can talk about that as well. But going back to the women in the foyer, it made me really frustrated because if you think about the fact that when we are before our menopause, we are making 3% bone each year and losing about 3%. So we keep in even balance. But after menopause, during menopause and after menopause, you can lose more than 20% of your bone mass as a woman. And so you end up with brittle bone disease, which is called osteoporosis. And that can be fatal. It's a silent killer and it's, it can be prevented. So if you know how to meet your needs, if you're putting naturally occurring estrogen into your body, then you can make the new cells that are gonna create new bone. And there are all sorts of other things that you can do to prevent osteoporosis and even address it if you've got it. So that's an, another whole subject. Dementia is another thing that's become so common in, in an aging population. Well, again, the research shows you can prevent that. You can, even with naturally occurring estrogen, you can improve short and long-term memory and cognitive function. So that's great news. A lot of women are scared. They get brain fog and they think they've got early Alzheimer's or early dementia. And it isn't that at all. That brain fog can lift even in the space of six weeks once you get down the road with the refuel. And heart disease as well. Women are much more prone to heart disease after menopause, more so than men. And we can prevent that too. So it's really important for women to learn how to meet their needs and for men to understand what women are going through. And we did a survey on men. Um, I have to say that not as many men filled the survey in as women. I think they're a bit scared of the N word, but we had 400 men filled in the survey and they said they felt scared. They felt rejected. They felt frustrated. They didn't know how to start a conversation for fear of getting their head bitten off, or you know, they just didn't know what to do. And it's not surprising because the women in the surveys and thousands and thousands of women that we've surveyed say that they're too scared to bring up the subject with their partner for fear their partner may go and find a new partner because they think it's the beginning of the end. They don't know that there's a solution. And that's why programs like this are so important so that women and their partners come to understand that this is just a transition. It's just a phase in a woman's life where she needs to have this midlife refuel. She needs to learn how to meet her needs and she can get back to feeling really well, looking great. The research shows that you can reduce the depths of wrinkles on your face by consuming naturally occurring estrogen. You can get the moisture going back in your vagina, your, everything, your hair, your, everything looks better. You feel more youthful. And women say that it, they feel like they've wound back their biological clock. They feel like themselves again. And that is, to me, that's the best gift that I can give anybody. And it makes a massive difference because think about the workplace again and how that $810 billion, you know, if we can chip away and save that, it's a great boost to the economy. If we can help women to feel like their sexy selves again, then relationships aren't gonna fall apart. Do you know? And families will stay whole. You know, all of that is so important. So, and the women who are so wise, when they get to midlife, they've got a lifelong wisdom. If they're curled up in the corner and they can't leave the house because they feel so awful, then they're not gonna be able to put that wisdom to good use. And we need, the wisdom because look at the state of the planet you know we need every wise woman to help to 
do what she can to make it a better world for future generations. And so that's why I'm so committed to what I do, because I believe that we can really make a massive change on so many levels. Well, Marion, I, I, I have to pull and just, first of all, commend you for the work you do, because, <laughs> because, because first of all, you know, just being on the show right now and sharing uh, uh, all the information that you've kind of put together right now, just in the last 20 minutes, I think I think for me it's all news. I have to say, and most of it, and I'm pretty sure people that are going to listen to this now or later and watch now, they will be like literally like, oh my god, wow! I didn't know any of this, or I didn't even have a clue. The statistics that you've thrown, you know, about just the the workplace and and, and the economical or the economy in general and the impact, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, the 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 data, uh, the statistics, all, all the different things, and then. The solution you said it earlier about there's not enough education out there there's not enough messaging you know of this that yes you can't be normal you can live and then you added also the whole concept about the aftermath the the other effects that are triggered post-menopause right and that is like the the uh, astroporosis uh, the dementia potential all these things that we might not even correlate or even connect with menopause and and postmenopause. So so this is like an important actually I think topic that people should be aware of. I mean, listen, women are society. Uh, you know, I you know, I'm a man, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a son. And so I'm surrounded by women. You know, I work, my colleagues, my bosses. So that's 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 you know, that's that's everyone has an impact here everyone is impacted here and and we all have to actually come together we all have to understand this and work together towards a better you know uh, life as a whole as a society as families at work and and i think i think these these elements that you've been discussing and been describing and working towards in all the work that you've done over the last you know, few decades i mean that's that's tremendous uh, and i you're right i mean I can I can probably ask my wife and she's not going to know half of the information I just you know you just covered right now. Uh I had a different perception myself based on what I hear from friends and colleagues. But but you're breaking it down to a science based on studies and research surveys. It's it's not just talk. It's real. Then you also have results that you've established over the years that you have demonstrated over time and you have a different approach which is a a almost a natural approach right yeah it's not almost it is a natural but but so so now what i wanted to to touch here is that in the regular world today most of the people or at least i think women they see their obgyn doctors and stuff like that you mentioned earlier not everybody is aware including that particular world of of doctor specialty but the one thing we all know uh, at least i know is that hormones are prescribed at all times. Uh, and and so, so the question now becomes, do people know that there is an alternative? Probably, yes. Maybe a minority of people would know. In, your, in the case that you've just mentioned right now, you have the source and the resource and the almost the solution, if not this solution. Yeah. And be, be, beyond, beyond medical, right? Beyond, like to your point, I mean, even the, the supplements, they might not be what they are, you know, told to be or stated to be. So, so, you know, why go to the chemical when you can get to the natural, right? And, and a lot of people today in, in, in the modern society, I think there's a lot of almost inclination towards natural, holistic, you know, treatment and so on. And they tend to work <laughs> because technically, if we go back a couple hundred years back, I mean, it was all natural stuff, you know, before the modern medicine, if you want to call it that way, right? Absolutely. Maimonides, all those years. There you go. <laughs> anything that could be treated naturally shouldn't be treated any other way. And so that's the first base, really. I mean, some women choose to take hormones. Actually, in the US, it's a minority of women who are taking hormones. But the problem is there's a lack of education about what to do as an alternative. And mm. people reach for the magic pill, you know, the packet of pills or doing yoga or, you know, just choosing one or two things to do. And that's why they're not really being successful because in my experience, I describe my program a bit like a pie. You've got all the different segments and you need to take a bite of each piece to get the benefits. So that's why before I was talking about getting your nutrients back into an optimum range, 
taking Mother Nature's estrogen, the science-based supplements, the relaxation, the exercise. And I hear women say, oh, I haven't got time to do relaxation for 20 minutes every day. But it's a false economy because those women are dragging themselves through the day. And when it gets to the evening, they probably just pass out on the sofa. You know, they've got no energy and they feel like a shadow of their former self. Whereas if they get themselves back into better shape and they're doing the relaxation, they'll bounce up again, feeling brilliant. I mean, I've been working today, for example, I start my first call was seven o'clock this morning. I had to be camera ready because I had to do something for the UK and I'm in the US. So I've been working all day. Plus I had to take my dog to the vet because she had a, she was sterilized last week. So we had to go on a journey. Then I came oh. back, made dinner and finished off my emails. And then I went and I did half an hour's formal relaxation. And I went from feeling tired appropriately to feeling bouncy again, do you know? So you can actually, so now I know I'm gonna have a quality evening and I'm able to deliver and tell you all this stuff and I sound like I'm alive as opposed to half dead because I've been working all day. Do you know, it's like, why wouldn't you choose that if you knew that that was, there, that was available? And of course, women would. And the problem is that they don't know it's available. And that's why I'm so delighted to have the opportunity to. And, and what I've specialized in, I suppose, all my working life is bringing together research from around the world and putting it into usable forms so that people, particularly women, can understand. And it's not just women, because uh, I did um, a global well-being webinar for Cisco last year, and they invited men as well as women. And I was thinking, oh, men, are they going to be interested? This is going to be interesting. But they had an overwhelming response, and they said it was better received than any other health initiative that they'd entertained. And the men, because they were partners and line managers, were just hungry for the information so that they could better support their partners. And so now we have a group for men on Facebook, we have material for men so that they can learn how to be supportive. Because if people go through this together as a partnership, they come out at the end of it really strong together. And it pays dividends because the partner gets back the girl they fell in love with. Well, you know, if we just wanna pause for a minute and talk about that topic, I mean, me again, being a man, uh, a husband and a father, I, I understand this. I, and I, I actually, I wanted to learn more because at any given time, this would happen. <laughs> it, it may even have started, right? And, you know, I, I want to be aware. I want to know what the symptoms are, what the signs, how to deal with them, how to be supportive mentally and physically. And, and understand, like, you know, just because someone is going through a change in their body and you, you don't want to react to it the wrong way. Uh, and I think this message is not just for me, for all men out there, uh, yeah. because... If you're in a family, if you have a partner and you really care, I mean, I think it's important to actually be part of that. I mean, a good example when I, you know, had my kids, you know, we, we didn't say my wife was pregnant. We were pregnant because I was part of that pregnancy. You know, I had to go through the whole, the whole experience. Uh, when you have a relationship with a partner, you talked about PMS. That's something we all go through. Even if you're not in the household in the scenario, you at work, you have colleagues, you know, and that you have to understand how to operate with that are, you know, females. So that's all important, I think. So so this this topic, I think it's just not for women alone. It's for all of us because we need to cooperate and be aware of these things and understand. Most people may not even say, well, I'm a man, I'm macho, I don't need to know all this stuff. Well, you do because it's going to affect you one way or the other. So I think it is important to actually really highlight this particular piece right now. And thank you for, for even bringing the fact that there are groups out there that, that can support this and, and help uh, partners to understand what's going on in the lives of their families, their partners. And, and really, that determines how well they're going to live you know, post that day, post those, those, those years, right? And to your point, someone may be not smart enough and they'd be like, okay, well, this is not working out. But sometimes you cannot control these things. And so we have to be understanding. We have to have the knowledge to know what's going on. It's the same thing like when someone is sick, you know, you're not going to be the same and we have to deal with that, right? You know, it's, 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 that's what it is. This is a natural process that, you know, you know that it's going to happen. We just have to be prepared for it and hopefully be able to support in it. So, so I think that's important. And thank you for actually sharing that value because 
people need to hear that and men and women need to hear that. And I think it's a good conversation to have. <laughs> you know, I know my wife and I are going to watch the show later. And we're going to have a discussion about it. So, <laughs> so see, now I got it. I understand now. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to try to do my best here. <laughs> just don't, don't, don't swing on me or something. Well, no, just... you do. That bears out everything I, I say because men want the information so that they can be supportive. Gotcha. And that's really important. So they, they, it makes the world of difference when someone, you know, you've got someone who can rub your back or someone who can get you dinner or go and do some shopping and let you go and do your relaxation, do you know, and share the load while you go through this. It's only a few months. And once you've been through this transition, you come out the other end of it, you feel better and you know how to meet your needs. And you then can go on and be your turbocharged self and be there for everybody as well as have good self-esteem. And I think that's that counts for so much because as you get older, you're not the same. Your body does change. There are things that happen to you as you get older. So you're never going to look like you did when you were 20 unless science drastically changes in our lifetime, which is yeah. possible, but probably not quite. Good degree, but not to where we think that it will be. <laughs> so, you know, for me, if I can know that my diet and lifestyle is going to help me feel better and look better and feel more like my youthful self and my sexy self do you know i i want that i want to know how to do it and and that's my experience that women really want that and the problem is they haven't got it no one's giving it to them and that's the thing that we have to change well so so mary let's talk about two things first of all you mentioned the element of taking the time for yourself and, and taking that relaxation moment and so on and so forth. You just, you certainly did it. Um, and we'd like to actually recommend that to people throughout the show and through your work. Uh, but the excuse that everybody has for everything these days is I don't have time. <laughs> I mean, that's just usually, but, but the understanding that 20 minutes is not a lot of time from your time and, and by the way i i this is something that i've covered before in different angles even through fitness you want to take time your health is your wealth and no one is going to change that for you except you so you do want to carve out nothing in this world is better than your health right i mean that's that's called yeah. what it is and so so i think everyone should you know heed to this and understand that you can carve out, you know, some time for yourself. Uh, even now in studies, you know, even for school and things like that, they say, you know, you got to stop at least five minutes and take a break. You know, that's why you have breaks, you have things like that. That's been in place. But for your own metabolism, for everything to check in and be in balance and refreshed, like we you know, always, we hear about the story about like, yeah, that power nap, right? Well, this is a power relaxation, 20 minutes, you know, yeah. take it, it's worth it. You know, you- Yeah, you, I mean, tw 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm just saying 20, but yeah. Feel, but yeah makes you feel brand new so if you think you haven't got time think again because you get the time back two or threefold because you've got more energy you can be more efficient so you'll get through whatever else it is whether it's your emails or dealing with your family or being there for your partner or having a good time yourself or whatever it is you'll be more present and you won't feel half dead at the end of the day and well, that's that's the key thing and so it's a false economy to say i haven't got time no, and I totally agree. And to me, that is the almost the lame excuse that has been standardized these days. Everybody's, what's wrong? Oh, I have no time. Too busy. We're never too busy. Uh, and literally, none, none of us are too busy. We make excuses. We make ourselves busy sometimes just doing nothing. And to your point, keyword energy, you, you need to, to reset your body to get energy. And there are certain things you do. I mean, besides nutrition and taking care of yourself, you know, power, you know, sleep, you know, relaxation, meditation, even, you know, activities, you know, walking and things like that. There's things that you need to do for the whole global, you know, I guess, uh, respect of your body and, and well-being. So, so I think that's, that's a big deal. And, and a lot of people are aware. I mean, there's, there's a, obviously a good movement out there of, of awareness and fitness and, and all the stuff these days, but again, not to the degree and maybe not related to this topic that we're discussing specifically about menopause. Yeah. And that brings me to the, the, the comment that you mentioned, or at least the, the part about taking the right nutrition and, 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 and things like that. So what I, are- can I, just, can I just come in there though? Just to sure. end sure. on your point there, because there's a lot of awareness about fitness. I totally agree. And lots of people go out and do yoga and all sorts of other things. And that's wonderful. But the thing is this group of women, when you're feeling terrible, and you can't go out the house or you feel that you haven't got any energy and you wish you could just curl up and get into bed, 
you're not going to put your little black dress on and go out and dancing and you're not going to go and do jogging or anything that's vaguely energetic because you're so tired and you haven't got the energy so having the refuel helps you to get the energy so that you can get to first base and then you can decide what activities you're going to do otherwise it's just not you can't tell people you know oh yes go and do whatever exercise you know go to an exercise class or go and do power walking if they've got absolutely no energy and and so i think what i don't want to do is make this sound difficult because it isn't or make it sound too time consuming because it isn't that either it, you get it gets into a routine like a bit like cleaning your teeth where you wouldn't go out without doing that and so you shouldn't go through the day without doing certain things that are going to nurture you to make you feel great and that way you can get through your life in the most efficient way and you can make every day enjoyable instead of it being a drudge and and hard to get through and and thank you Marion because because i think that's a powerpoint you just made uh in terms of understanding, you know, you're right. I mean, uh, to have the energy and work out, I mean, to work out, you need the energy, but if you're not even, you know, mentally ready and you're just like in not in a good place, you're not going to do anything. So to your point, I mean, it has to be in the right order and, and build to that first stage and then take it from there. Like in your case, you said you took your time, you relaxed, you reset your day. Now you're like all the, I, I see the energy actually, <laughs> you know, on the show. So, so that's great. I mean, listen, for someone that woke up, you know, and, and started the day already at seven o'clock, you know, working, I get it. I mean, I've had some of those days and, you know, by, by now I'll be like, uh, you know, so, so trust me, I know, but you're right. When you're recharged, and you reset, it's important. And then you'll get yourself like a second wind as we call it. And, yeah. and, and that's important. And, but this is like something that you have to live with. Because in this case, we're talking about, you know, once your hormones are stopping and the system is basically, you know, on, 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 on reset, you have to do what's necessary. As you mentioned, now you have to import, you know, the nutrients that you need to reset everything else. And so that's the next question. What are some of these things that women can use and, and even their men in their lives can help them, you know, get to, to be better? Other than med medicinal stuff, like hormones. Yeah, absolutely. So you're you're at a crossroads when you get to this phase in your life. It's like a, false, a fork in the road. And you can choose one of two ways to go. You can just keep going and go downhill and feel terrible. Or you can be proactive and learn how to meet your needs. And so what my method does, and um, in going back to my book, in the, in the first chapter, I'm doing um, kind of fast options and fast solutions and tips for all the common symptoms but then I take a deep dive into nutrition and mother nature's physical signs of vitamin and mineral deficiency so women who've got for example cracking at the corner of their mouth or red patches at the side of their nose or dry skin um, hair not growing very well maybe even falling out looking dull nails are split and brittle, pimples on your upper arms, all of those things mean something. Your tongue can get sore, ulcers in your mouth. That all means something in terms of nutritional deficiencies. So it's learning to recognize those and then make your diet really wholesome and full of the nutrients that you're lacking. And so you're not skipping meals, you're having a proper breakfast, but also we teach them how to incorporate naturally occurring estrogen into breakfast, lunch and dinner or snacks so that they've got the receptor sites don't stay full for more than four to six hours. So you need to keep filling them up with good stuff. And so that's the diet side of it. So having, um, and again, in the book, I've got recipes, menus, fast options if you hate cooking. And then I've got, so you can just go and buy stuff that you can bring home that's healthy, fast food, or you can spend time making more exotic recipes and so on. And there's menus and recipes for both people who are vegetarian, vegan, as well as people who eat fish and meat and so on. So you can you can choose and it can be really easy. I, I remember I was in London and um, doing some work at National Magazine Company. And I was called in there because a lot of the journalists were working literally 12 hour days, sitting at their desk and having breakfast, lunch and dinner at their desk. And they were just, I, we did a survey and they were all feeling really bad. They had either PMS or um, headaches, aches and pains, spotty skin. Do you know, no one was feeling really well. And so I, I stopped on my way and I bought, I went to the supermarket and I bought two bags of healthy fast food. 
And then I put all that food out on the desk and I just showed them how they could have breakfast, lunch and dinner at their desk with fast options that were healthy. So it doesn't have to be too difficult and making sure that you consume the naturally occurring estrogen as well. And then the next part of it is finding the supplements that are gonna work for your symptoms that have been through properly conducted trials because we are influencing what's going on in your body and trying to mimic what was going on before menopause in terms of stimulating hormone production. And that requires supplements that have been shown to be safe as well as effective. And so I go into that in chapter four in the book so that people can actually select those supplements and get started on those. And then choosing a lifestyle, making sure, as we said about doing the relaxation, the exercise and keeping diaries. So on my, on the court, I have a six week course as well as my one-to-one. And in the book, I've got the diaries at the back. So if people are helping themselves, they can just fill in, be accountable so that you do write down what you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you do write your exercise and your relaxation down and the tick that you've taken your supplements at whenever you're supposed to take them. Um, if it's you know breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whenever the, is the best time to take whatever you choose to take. And so that you're accountable because first of all, you when you've fallen down the black hole and you're really in a bad way, sometimes you need some help to get out. If women are listening to this and they're just perimenopausal, so they haven't fallen down the hole yet, but they're just kind of Ready. feeling that the changes are starting, they may be able to manage completely by themselves using something like my book to get themselves into really good shape. And then they can avoid the pit. You know, they can have a smooth transition. If they're down the hole already, then they've got obviously got to come out of that. And sometimes it can be quite difficult. It takes a bit of time. It doesn't, it's not magic, doesn't necessarily happen overnight. But if you keep on the straight and narrow and you don't get to a point where you think, oh, I feel better now, I don't need to do this anymore. And I've done that myself because I actually went into my menopause early um, and I was going through a divorce at the time, which was quite stressful and it brought on an early menopause. And I thought, no, I can't be menopause and I'm far too young. But then I thought, mm, these symptoms feel like menopause. And one day I remember walking along the street thinking to myself, what am I doing? Why don't I just sit myself down and write myself a program as if I was a patient? So I did that and I did it for six weeks and all the symptoms that I was experiencing at the time disappeared. And so I thought to myself, nah, I can't have been in menopause. It must've just been hormone blip. So I went back to doing everything and not doing the new things. And then lo and behold, six weeks later, the symptoms came back again. And so I know from working with thousands of women that human nature makes it really difficult for us to stick to things. You know, there has to be a way that you're accountable and that you do, you, you buy into this and think, okay, I'm going to do this for a period of months because I, this is my insurance policy for a healthy future. And I deserve it. You know, I've worked long and hard. I've had my kids. I've, you know, put everybody else's needs first. But now for the first time in my life, since I can't remember when, guess what? I'm going to be the priority and I'm going to get my family to buy into that so that they nurture me as well. And we get through this together. And that's the best way to travel. Wow. Well, Mary, first of all, this is, this is so deep and, and, and really needed. We've covered a lot of good stuff here. And, and you've mentioned all the different things that are available in the book. Uh, so, so, would you tell us more about like the name of the book, where people can get yeah, it? Because I, I, there you go. <laughs> I'll be here. So it's Manage Your Menopause Naturally. It's published by New World Library, which is a fabulous publisher. You can get it on Amazon and all the other bookstores. And um, it's definitely, I mean, I, I get every week, I on social media as well, I have people writing to me saying this is the best book. It's the only menopause book anyone's ever going to need. And it's just changed their life, even in the space of weeks. I love hearing from people. And I also have a, a midlife refuel club, which, which we started in January, which is every Wednesday, we have a live session. People can come and join, it's free. It's got my content library in there. So hundreds of films, webinars, downloads, all sorts of things free, that, and you can track your symptoms. So they can just go to my website or just type into Google midlife refuel club and then sign up for that. 
and just dip in and get this information that you need to make this amazing change in your life so that you can feel better. Excellent. And well, I will have the description of all what you mentioned in the show so people can actually just link into it and, and hopefully get the access direct. And and also, if they wanted to reach out to you direct, is there a way to do that? Or to yeah, just they, can do it. Well, they can either go to the website and uh, just go through the inquiries, which goes through to my assistant, or they can get me on social media, um, on Instagram, I'm everywhere. I've got a Midlife Refuel Facebook group. Uh, LinkedIn, just get me and send me a message and I'll make some time to have a, a call just to talk about whatever they're going through and just tell them which way forward, you know, which is the best thing to do. Because some people can manage by themselves and other people need a bit of help. Some people like to do it in a group, but they all get a personalized program. So we write, if you do it with the book, Obviously, you're formulating your own program as you go through the book. And a lot of people can do that. But if you are suffering more severely, then having a tailor-made program for you is going to be really important because then it takes all the guesswork out of it. If you haven't slept properly and you've got brain fog, you're not going to be able to put it together easily yourself. And so I've got a six-week course where women go through it together or one-to-one -one so that they can get some help that way. And also in the workplace, we're working with companies in England, we partner with Virgin Care and the CEO of Virgin Care uh, has actually very kindly given me an endorsement on the back of my book. She was a doctor for 20 years before she went to work with Virgin. She tried hormone replacement therapy and failed miserably several times. She said within three weeks of using my natural approach, her symptoms were gone and they stayed gone. So we've, we've been working with companies like Virgin in the workplace. And obviously it helps to get the workforce back to feeling well and productive again. So it's a no brainer. It's a win for the women. It's a win for the workforce. And it's certainly a win for me to see this amazing transformation. On my website, I've got a film, which is a five minute film with about eight or 10 women talking about the before and after. And they talk about the fact that they were bombing out of the workplace. One of them had a, a supposedly a mental breakdown, according to her doctor. Uh, one of them thought she had early Alzheimer's because she couldn't, she was a professor. Actually, I met her at a menopause conference and she's one of the co-authors of the government report on menopause in the workplace. And she said to me, I'm so scared. I think I've got dementia and I can't function. I can't stay at work. I'm feeling tired, I'm moody, I've got spots on my face, I'm constipated, all the horrible things that happen that you don't talk about. And I said, come on our program, and she did. And within the space of a couple of months, her symptoms were gone, she got clarity of mind back again, she, her skin was clear, her gut was working. And a few months down the line, instead of leaving the workplace, she became head of department at her university. And now she's doing amazing research for women. And so this is what I was saying before, you know, here is a wise woman who was about to give up on herself and the world. And instead, she's now got her well-being back. She's confident and she's doing so many things that are helping other women, which is amazing. So it has a great knock-on effect just by learning to meet your needs. It will affect, the ripple effect is terrific. Well, listen, thank you for that. And I, you mentioned something in, in this last piece of the discussion about the workplace. Um, what can we, you know, do to make the workplace a lot more, I guess, menopause friendly and, or, you know, like, like you mentioned, these particular programs that are available um, that you've participated with, can they be more of those? And can we tell people, I mean, can we literally encourage more businesses to really invest in, in these programs for the staff? Because at the end of the day, it will help the performance. It will help the productivity. It will help the actual economy. Uh, it's a win-win for us, you mentioned. Uh, so yeah. so uh, are there any um, suggestions, you know, or groups that you might know about that we can, maybe you can share with us that we can potentially obviously state here so people can hear about them uh, in the business world? Uh, yeah. or so what we do is we go into the workplace and we do webinars. So you we, do. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we do webinars for women and for men. And we also do an anonymous survey so we can measure the symptoms scores, the symptoms, the suffering and lost productivity. And we can report that back to the executives of the company so that they can see what's going on under the radar. And then we make suggestions about how to deal with it. So it, in some companies that we've worked with, 
they just signpost women to services and other companies they have a, a kind of well-being wallet where companies give individuals money to go to the gym or whatever it was we were talking uh, to bank of america in london and they were making menopause a new life stage for example so that people could use their well-being wallet and other companies just pay for the service because they want to invest in their workforce so i think it's just starting to come on the agenda in certainly in the uk but here in america I think it's way behind and it needs to catch up because women are so valuable in the workplace and we're expected to stay in the workplace now until we're maybe even in our 70s. And how on earth can you be expected to do that if you don't feel well? well you know, you can't. A... And then men will say, well, we told you so, they weren't equal after all. And we can't have that. We have no, to get yeah. ourselves back into good shape so that we can show that we were worthy of the journey. Well, first of all, I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's a, a, a statement that that shouldn't even be occurring, <laughs> you know, in, in in society. But it is. You're right. I mean, it's it's a fact. There's this that that feeling. But that's but it not goes true. on in an employer's mind. If you think about it, you know, if you're an employer and you're thinking, well, who do I employ? Shall I have a man who seems to be a bit more stable, or shall I have a woman who seems to have all these hormone problems? You know, it's not. It, maybe they don't really think about keeping the women going it's more focusing on the men that so you can understand why that happens but if we if they if they understand that all the woman needs she doesn't need more flexible working hours she doesn't need time off she doesn't need a desk fan do you know it's not the m badge that we're looking for we're looking for a solution and this is a natural menopause solution it doesn't involve taking drugs and hormones and it's really accessible, really easy. And once people learn to meet their needs, they're armed with that knowledge for their whole lives, you know, and they can always use it and keep themselves healthy in the long term. Listen, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, first of all, I, I think that there is a need. And I think to your point, we don't have any programs that I know that I'm aware of. And I'm, I've been in the corporate world for like almost 30 years now. And I have not heard, I've had programs of mental health. We've done uh, you know, hypnosis and, and at, at times we've done different you know, uh, interventions and sending people to different programs, but nothing has been done that I know, at least in my industry, uh, when it comes to menopause and, and, and awareness and, and, and different, you know, concepts that you mentioned. So I think there is a need and, you know, there's got to be some sort of a, a push and, and hopefully a, a awareness uh, in, in the workplace. And I, I can tell you, for me personally, I will champion it a little bit and start, you know, having these discussions as, as, as potentially needed. And I can say also, I mean, just to the point of, of, um, uh, I, I personally, my experience, I've had more women on, on, on my teams or I reported to uh, than men. So, so I have been surrounded and I have been, and I've had a great time at, at different ages and it was never a problem. Uh, and, and, you know, again, I enjoy it. I, and I know that it sometimes is difficult, but, but it's, I, I've never seen a situation where it became so detrimental to the workplace when menopause or or any of this has affected it and but but you're right it might not affect it but the person is doing probably triple the amount of energy to to, to prevent anything wrong and that's that's not fair either so so i think to your point if we have something to support and help that's definitely going to help you know the workplace the businesses and really the, the economy as a whole. And that's that's important. And also families, uh, you know, happiness, you know, all the, you mentioned earlier, people separate society, you got problems, you got divorce, you got kids are all over the place. They're not really happy, mental state, mental illnesses, depression, anxiety, everything else can be triggered if this is not coordinated correctly. And I think uh, the awareness that we're sharing today and the information that we're sharing today and your services, uh, those could be a good solution for the future and for the present. As a matter of fact, we just need to get more people aware and, you know, hopefully we'll get that. And I'll, again, uh, this is your channel. Now we can certainly do more and, and share more information. And I think it's worth it. Uh, hopefully we'll get a good uh, response to this. Um, and I know that there is an impact in, in the mental state too. So, so there is that and, and maybe we yeah, can touch there's a massive overlap between mental health and the menopause because when you've got low levels of nutrients it affects your brain chemistry and it can make you feel depressed. As I said before, it changes the color of the lenses through which you see the world. And I know all my work with women with PMS, a lot of them were depressed and moody 
but those symptoms completely disappear. And in fact, we did a study one year when I was living in England in a psychiatric daycare center, and we took the patients that had actually been labeled mentally ill, obviously not so severely mentally ill that they were inpatients, but these were day patients. And we gave them, we measured their nutrient levels. We gave them each a program, uh, which consisted just as I've said of diet, exercise, supplements, and so on. And within the space of four months, most of them were completely symptom-free. They didn't have any depression, any mood swings, any anxiety. They were just back to feeling like their normal self again. And so it's so sad to see in, in our survey, our last survey, 37% of the women in the survey said that they were prescribed antidepressants for menopause and 84% said they didn't feel that was appropriate. So it's so easy to put it in the mental health bucket, not even realize that this isn't mental health, this is menopause, it's just the transition, it's the need for the midlife refuel, and that's all. Well, now that, that we have this established, we will make sure that the message is out there. And, and it is important because again, it, it just, people may not think about how big this is, I think it's humongous. It's huge, and 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 we have to do more of of education and and just you know uh, sharing uh, the the information out there, and we will. And so so we're coming to the end of the show here, but there's a couple of things that you mentioned. One is, uh, this is not something when you start these programs, you want to be consistent, and it's 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 for good, not for like temporary, to continue the effect and the and seeing the good results over time. Uh, and the other thing you said about feeling beautiful, feeling good, this is for you. I think those are powerful messages as well that people need to 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 really focus on and and really get from from the discussion. Uh, so again, any last words and or advice? I think that I mean, if all we've done today is give people hope that there is a better future in store for them, then we've done a good job. In terms of go to my website, which is just marionstuart.com and Marion with a Y, M-A-R-Y-O-N, and Stuart with an E-W, and watch the five-minute film. Because any woman who's feeling terrible, who sees that film, those women weren't paid anything to say what they said. They just volunteer because it's been so life-changing for them. And they've gone from a really dark place through to seeing a big light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's so inspirational to hear about other women's stories. And I've tried to thread some of the stories through the book as well. So that, because women need to actually know that they're not alone. It's not just happening to them. It's happening to every other woman on the planet. The research shows that probably 20% of women have no symptoms at the time of menopause, but that doesn't mean that they're protected from bone loss and heart disease and dementia. It just means they, they have um, a very smooth time at menopause, but the other 80% are going to have to do something and be proactive. So that's why it's really important to learn to meet your needs. So I think we've said a lot today. It's a lot for people to take on board. I'm really happy to come back and dive into any, if, you know, if, if your listeners and viewers want me to talk about libido or, you know, aches and pains or anxiety or whatever it happens to be, Hot, how do you deal with hot flushes at night? So it's all of that stuff. I'm very happy to do that. But I think that um, just taking on board the fact that you can have a midlife refuel, this is a whole new concept. That it, and it's science, it's based on published medical research. It's not just a good, a good idea. It's actually science proven in science. And so there's every hope that you can go. And now I, I, I I've got patients I had in there 50s and 60s are now in their 70s and even 80s and they're still living amazing lives some of them have reinvented themselves and become healers or practitioners you know they've gone on to do amazing things for other people and it's just wonderful to be able to help people to find their just to get back on track and and find what they're meant to be doing in life and be able to get on and do it without having to think about being overwhelmed by their body and all the symptoms that they would otherwise have had. Well, Marion, there's no feeling that's better than, than that, that you feel, that you know, that you help people and people are doing better in their lives due to the work that you've done out there. And, and certainly, you know, these folks, I mean, they're probably 
are thinking every minute when they actually met you or at least connected with you and started you know their journey uh and and, and got the healing that they needed and and really enjoyed their life for better as opposed to you know living you know in pain and and really not happy depressed things like that so by the way i will hold you to that we will probably have a comeback and, and maybe we can break down like to your point you know the uh, uh the symptoms and how to deal with them you know just like you know how to operate with and manage the actual you know the menopause and and, and the post and the pre uh you know and maybe and, and again you're the expert i wouldn't even you know challenge that i will just allow you to, to come on and let's do it let's just talk about what we can do to help people and give them more um but certainly folks please feel free to to check out this you know, get on the site check out the video check out the book um i think there's everything there's nothing to lose here other than gain you know powerful information and resources and potentially a formula that can help you uh by the way men and women equally because i think even men this will be a good gift to give to your wife to your partner and to your daughter whoever you know uh maybe that's something that you know they may not be aware of and you can change their life for better so uh, that being said, Aaron, thank you so much for being on the show and for all this, the great insights here. And, and it's just powerful stuff. Uh, folks, again, on my behalf, Hurricane H, the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow, different show, different guests, different topic. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.